You are listening to the RTE Today podcast, featuring some of our best bits from the show on RTE One weekdays at 3.30. Welcome back to the show in the wake of Valentine's Day. We are looking at the dark side of romance and how scammers can steal your heart and your money. Yes, here to tell us all about it and, of course, the law surrounding it is Barrister uh, Tem Bracken. Tem, is great to have you on the show. It's amazing the amount and the scale of the amount of money that romance fraud is taking from people in this country. I just can't believe it, Maura. I can't believe it. The amounts... There was a guy the statement on it the other day, yeah. you know, which just to coincide with Valentine's Day. And I think what, one amount was 40,000 hmm. in 18 transactions. Yeah, no, 450,000. 450 in 18 transactions. Yeah. Isn't that unbelievable? But, I mean, like, surely... W- w- did, a, did an alarm bell not ring somewhere? Mm. Yeah. I mean, there's various things. And the thing is, like, you're giving the money away, so... Whereas the, the, the law can't really protect you. Yeah, so there's no law really around it. Well, so, well, so if you give money to somebody, even in 18 different transactions, is there any way you can get that back? Well, you've voluntarily given it away. No, unless you could say it was deception on the part of the person who was trying to get the money off you. And deception is a crime under mm-hmm. 2001, the Theft and Fraud Offences Act. Mm-hmm. But um, deception is, is deception, and that is a crime. And it's, if, if you're convicted, it's punishable uh, by five years in prison. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it's it, that, that's about it, you know. But, but if somebody is scamming you and they're out in the Far East, how are you going to? You can't have them prosecuted. Yeah. You because can't the sue jurisdiction. Them. Well, they're they're so far away. You don't even know who they are. Mm-hmm. That's the whole thing. But you were just taking talking there, Tim. Just to recap on what the Gorda said: seven million stolen from victims victims of romance fraud in the past five years. Two hundred and forty-five victims. They've come forward to the Gorda, and the average financial loss was twenty-eight thousand five hundred. The average financial loss. The highest reported, as you were saying, there was a female. She lost four hundred and fifty thousand. She gave away that in eighteen transactions, and one male victim had more than three hundred and eighty thousand taken from him as well. So it starts obviously slowly and builds. That's builds. how it happens. It's very insidious. Mm. I'd say it must be. I'm um, just thinking about it. But like, why? Why can't the person you know who's suddenly in this world of romance mm-hmm. and giving away money? I mean, they've probably never seen the person. They've just seen images of them, you know. And, like, there's ways, apparently, you can do that now. You can you can check an image. Uh, yeah, yeah, actually, kind of, we were yeah. just Google doing this. Reverse yeah. thing. So you just yeah. get your phone, Google which Google I have it here. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, you yeah. hold up your phone. So it's, you're just going to Google Lens. Mm. You hold your phone down. You have a photo or whatever. Yeah. So you hold your phone to that, and it literally picks it up straight away. That's and right. that can search the web then. That can search the web with that person. And yeah. mm-hmm. Now, I would think these scammers are so yeah. clever yeah. that they would have that all doctored. They probably know that as well. Yeah. Yeah. So therefore, when this image, even though, say, if it's an image of Tim Bracken going through, mm. I mean, no, not at all. The, the, he, that, the, the bio with that would be there to the bio to match the yeah. scammer, I okay. would think. But maybe in certain ways, then, if they've stolen somebody's image or if they've identity, stolen somebody's yeah. identity, and the Gordy says you should use this reverse Google reverse image search mm. to just help you maybe just decipher this. But, Tim, we were looking at this, and obviously you know this too, a lot of the people that are being scammed are elderly people. Mm-hmm. They are. Elderly are very vulnerable. Mm. Very vulnerable. And elderly people are very vulnerable to insidious sort of behaviour, creeping in like that. But, I mean, the thing is, if if you supposedly have an online romance mm. and somebody's there, why not ask them to FaceTime you? Yeah. Or whatever, you know, and you can do it with WhatsApp. So they have to show up their face live to you. Yeah. yeah. 
How'd they get away from that? You know, if they—I mean, if they're using an image of somebody, say, from California, and they're based in China, I mean, like, uh, then they can't FaceTime, you know, yeah. because it'll come out. Mm. I'd, I'd imagine people don't report it, Tim, because they, there's an embarrassment that would come with something Absolutely. like this as well. So Absolutely. I suppose, like, the figures we read out there, I'd, would, would you think they're a bit more than that in in reality? Oh, I'd say so. I'd say the figures of. Like there's 245 cases reported mm-hmm. in the last number of years. I would think that's a lot more. Mm. I would yeah. think it's a lot more yeah. because, I mean, people would be embarrassed when the when when the penny would drop. Mm-hmm. You know, they certainly would. But I mean, but if you look at it in reality, you meet somebody say tonight, mm-hmm. and a reality romance starts, and then say after about two months, they're tapping you for money. You'd run. Yeah, you would actually. You'd yeah. give them a run. You know, you say, "Get out, get out." I mean, I, I, I mean, so, so why, why, why are people sucked in then on the net? So I suppose mm-hmm. the first thing to do would be, as Kenny was saying, just to make sure, clarify the identity, all that. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. also, um, I suppose what the Gordier is saying as well is, do not send money. Do not transfer do not. money. Do not transfer money. And at this stage, I mean, these scams are going on for the last ten or fifteen years, mm-hmm. and we're all aware of them. Do not send money. Do not pay any money. Nobody, nobody legit, I think, will actually ask you to pay a bill on the net yeah. or on your phone. Yeah, they, they won't do it. Yeah. Uh, you, we have a graphic here, Tim, we might go yes. through it, and it's advice for people at home as well. I think mm. they'll find this very, very useful, yeah. Tim. So use a reputable dating site, they say as well, and profile pictures through Google reverse image. That's what the Gordy said. Yes. Put that into the search. Yes. Don't give your address, your passport copy or your driving license. Mm. Never send no. money, as Tim says there, mm-hmm. or give your bank details. Do not pay for them either to visit, because that's one of the things, of course, they never show up. Do not invest in an opportunity offered by someone online and do not download apps that they ask mm. you to do. Now, if you go through this and you do mm-hmm. send money, what is the story when it comes to the banks? Do the banks have to help you or are they just no they're only doing it they're they're doing it out of maybe public relations or something the goodness Mm -hmm. of their hearts because if you give somebody all the access to your account and they take the money you have voluntarily given it so like why should the bank stop it because i might have given you details to my account you know i want to pay you and it's a legit thing i mean the thing is and if it doesn't go through i'll be annoyed you'll be annoyed Mm -hmm. so i mean like the bank the bank doesn't know I mean, that this is going to be a fraud. Now, maybe the bank can sort of smell a rat with mm-hmm. it, you know, when, when all of a sudden it's a huge amount, mm. which never went out of my account before, going out to somebody in the Middle East or yeah. somewhere in the the other side of the world. Just see a flare up in the sky. They could say a flare, they yeah. could, you know what I mean? Would, would you come across many of these cases, Tim? Very few. Yeah. No, very few. I mean, the thing is because people, they don't really have redress, you see, because, mm-hmm. I mean, the, thing is the money is gone. It's gone to somewhere somewhere in the world. Mm-hmm. Now, if they knew that it was gone to somebody, say, in Dublin or in Galway or something like mm-hmm. that, and they knew the identity, well, then they could mm. chase it. But, I mean, but by and large, it's not. It's yeah. just gone. It's gone into the ether. Yeah, that's it. There is a law, though, as you said, um, relating to deception. If, yes. you get mean, if you get money through deceptive means. Mm. And, of course, let's talk about here in Ireland, in our own jurisdiction, what can happen if you see somebody maybe elderly and somebody maybe moves into their house or manages to get money from them? What is the redress there? Well, the redress there, I think, is if you were worried about somebody moving in, you have to be very careful here, though, because mm-hmm. somebody could be very legit in helping an, an elderly person. And if you kind of get involved in that and you say, I'm kind of worried about that, then you could end up maybe being sued for libel or something, saying because you're kind of accusing them of doing something. Mm-hmm. But elderly people are uh, vulnerable, and when it comes to wills, 
sometimes you see that, you know, an unmarried or a single elderly person and maybe the neighbour is very helpful or maybe a nephew or a niece or, you know, family, it can be family members or anything like that. And all of a sudden they're in with a new solicitor. Mm -hmm. They dealt with firm A all their life. Their father dealt with firm A all their lives. And all of a sudden they're in with firm B and they're leaving everything to this person who is supposedly helping them. That is a that is a warning sign. Yeah, you have to be careful. Well, what can you do yeah. though? Well, there's not. Well, as an outsider, there's very little you can do. You know what I mean? But I mean, and then the problem is then later on when the person has died, it's 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 almost like Hamlet without the prince because the principal character is gone, it's mm-hmm. dead. You know, and you're trying to claim undue influence. So therefore, you're looking at circumstantial evidence, mm-hmm. like. Did that person who has benefited under the will, did they make the appointment? Did they bring the person to the yeah. solicitor's office? Did they coerce them? They uh, yeah. and coerce them. But you have to prove all that, I imagine. Oh, you have to prove that, yeah. and it's very difficult to prove. Mm. And, like, I mean, there's persuasion and there's coercion, you see, and mm. it's very different. It's not it. yeah. I think, Tim, as you said, just all those tips that we got yeah. there, and also, as the Gore, they said, do not, do not engage. Do not engage. Do not engage. Yeah. Just do not yeah. engage. Tim Gurumila, thank you very much. Always great to have you on the show. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to tune in to the Today Show every weekday on RTE1 from 3.30. Or if you miss the show, you can watch it back on the RTE player. Visit rte.ie forward slash player. Stay tuned.